Repeat after me. This book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth, but I will meditate therein day and night. I will observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then my way shall be prosperous, and then I will have good success. Tell somebody I'm getting ready to be blessed. You may take your seats. Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 12. Let me read it for you in the Amplified. And it reads, For the word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective, my Lord. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life or soul and the immortal spirit and of joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. Can y'all stand me to do that again? Thank you. For the word of God that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. Somebody say power. It is sharper than any two-edged sword penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, soul, and the immortal spirit, and of joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. Now, as we come to close on this particular teaching on uh, divine recovery, uh, more specifically dealing with uh, understanding and uh, uh, knowing how to break unhealthy soul ties. Um, I want to uh, go into this aspect because today I want you to, to more than we got into it last week, I want you, and those of you that missed Wednesday night, you missed something just powerful Wednesday night, but that's okay. It's, you know, we have it recorded, but here's the thing. I want you to understand the authority that you have in your mouth. Okay. I know you heard this before, but, 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 but please be careful not to say, I heard this and then tune me out. But I want you, uh, I want us as a people to understand the type of authority that we have in our mouth. Mm. You and I have legislative authority in our mouth. Hallelujah. You are somebody special. 
The foundation that we have been dealing with on this text is there, of course, in 1 Samuel chapter 30, where David recovers all at the permission of God when they had returned back to the city of Ziklag and found that the city had been burned and that their wives and that their goods and children had been taken from them. They wept and they wept until they could weep no more. And then uh, David, the Bible said, encouraged himself in the Lord after a very depressing moment that he had faced. And then upon meeting with this Egyptian who had been a slave of the Amalekites, this Egyptian led them to where the camp of the Amalekites who had come in and taken the family away, where they were celebrating their seemingly unauthorized victory. They were over there celebrating over what they had taken that was unclaimed but really belonged to David, his men, and the family. And so they were celebrating, and David went in at the behest and permission and authority that God had given him to go pursue, overtake, and recover all. He goes there, and the Bible says from twilight until the evening of the next day, they fought with the Amalekites until they had received the victory that God had promised. And not only the victory over the Amalekites, but they had recovered all. Everything that had been taken from them, they recovered all. Everybody say, recover all. They recovered all. And as they recovered all, the Bible uh, lets us know, and of course we've seen, and I believe by, by, by the virtue, by the, by the simple virtue that God has allowed us to go into the scripture, that he also gives to us this uh, prophetic permission to recover all that which has been exposed, that we left exposed, that which has come and taken uh, advantage of what of us because we were exposed, whether it was someone else's fault or whether it was our fault. God says, go get it back. It's time to recover all. And so we learn that truth and lesson from this particular passage of First Samuel uh, there where David pursued, overtook, and recovered all. And so now we have covered so many, so many things so far. We talked about the, the three areas in which, uh, soul ties are forged. We talked about three, three areas. There are a lot of areas, but we talked about three areas in which soul ties are formed or forged. And we said, number one, they are forged in close relationships or friendships. We said that they are number two, forged. Uh, in uh, covenants, commitments, vows, and promises. Y'all remember that? And then the third area in which uh, uh, soul ties are forged or formed are in sexual intimacy or dealing with sexual intimacy. So we've kind of gone into those things. And so now we're at the place now where we are actually ready now to cut the soul ties, to break these soul ties. And we have, oh my God, in a mighty way, we have begun this journey in cutting these soul ties and getting free again. We've gone to repentance. We've looked at the power of repentance. And my God, we found ourselves at the altar. Y'all remember that? We came to the altar and we just cried out to God and we began to repent. Because repentance is not an embarrassing 
a practice or an embarrassing thing to do. In the natural, it may be embarrassing because we're actually saying, in the natural, we're saying that now I'm telling you that I have messed up and now you find out that I'm not perfect at all. And so in the natural, it seems like we are embarrassed when we repent. But the real deal is that if we don't repent, we will be in an exposed and very embarrassing situation. Amen. And sometimes it's not even our fault uh, as it relates to why I have this certain proclivity that I have may have come down through my family line. Hello? You know, and no need for me to be fussing at my great, great grandfather and uncle and nobody to fuss with them. You know, I'm the one that's acting out now. I'm the one that's hurting people now. I'm the one breaking folks heart right now. Hello. You know, because y'all, y'all know this and you heard this and so you just know it to be true personally that hurting people end up hurting people. So yeah, yeah, some, some, somebody dropped me, Mephibosheth, you know what I mean? Somebody dropped me, you know, but ain't no need for me to stay down there and complain about who dropped me. That man sat at that pool, he kept coming down for all those years. All those years, and when Jesus came, he said, ask him, listen, do you want to be, do you want to be whole, man? Do you want your healing and to be whole? And when Jesus asked him that, he started, you know, talking about his situation. Every time I come down here, every time I come down here in the troubling of the water, somebody always gets in. Before. Jesus asked you all of that. Just want to know, you ready for your life to change? Do you want to turn around? Do you want to recover? Oh, my God. From that which you have been exposed. Do you want to recover? And Jesus had to really just shut him down and not listen to his long, long story. Amen. And just told the man, listen, get up. Just, just get up from there. You know what I mean? So many times we're talking about what happened to us and who did what to us. What about what we did? Okay. So, so repentance really is, is God's, oh my God, supernatural plan for redeeming us and to recover us. Amen. It's a, it's a place where it's a place of freedom. It's a place of, of getting covered again. Repentance. And then we, we can, we can, God can raise us up now with this authority now to repent for what we did. Amen. Not that I'm sorry, but repent. Repent from what we did, right? And then when we repent, we can also repent for a nation or repent for our family. In other words, you can stop, you can stop that curse from continuing in you and your family. You can shut it down just by virtue of the power of repentance. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. As I'm repenting, I I have a confession in there. I'm confessing. My fault. Yes, Lord, it's me. You know the song, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer, right? Not my mother, not my father, but it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. We go to that place for ourselves and then we handle our business. We confess 
our sins. The Bible says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's the word, isn't it? So now we move from repentance and we moved into the next word, which we're dealing with is renouncing. Forgive me if I don't go back into repentance the way I did. But let's go to the next place and let's talk about renouncing. Everybody say renounce. Because as we're cutting and breaking these unhealthy soul ties. Oh, let me just put this little in there now. Put this little thing in there. Every soul tie is not an unhealthy one. There's some good soul ties. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm not talking about good ones. I'm talking about the unhealthy ones. The ones that, that, that hinder our lives. And the ones that block us from moving forward. The ones that limit us in life. Those soul ties, the one, the ones that, that causes us not to reach our potential. Hello? The ones that keep us divided and unsure. Remember Luke 17 and verse 32. It says, remember Lot's wife. That's just for you to remember because sometimes we're connected to things that have been condemned. We're stuck to things that have been condemned. Come on. We can't break free from stuff that's been condemned. We're connected to it. And when your umbilical cord is connected to something that's condemned, then here's what happens. When that, when Sodom and Gomorrah burns up in judgment, then there is this, this judgment that comes through this umbilical cord into your life because of your tie to the city, to the place, to the thing, to the person. So when judgment comes on that thing, it'll also come on you. The Bible says that Lot's wife turned and she looked back. And she wasn't looking back to see how far she had come. She wasn't looking back to see how she made it over. When I look back and see where the Lord has brought me. No, no, it wasn't that. She looked back because the spirit of the cities was in her. And by the instruction of the Lord not to look back, she looks back because the tie was stronger than obeying God. Because that spirit was stronger. And so the judgment, so we can't, we, we gotta get free from condemned things. Are y'all here? So we go to the place now of renouncing. Yeah. Renouncing, as I shared on Wednesday night, renouncing is, uh, is the plan, I believe the plan of God to disavow a vow. To disavow a vow. Okay? Y'all with me? Amen. Yes. All right. Now, y'all have to bear with me because uh, I was all planned to have my hands free. To minister so I can use my little booklet I made up here. Now I can't get the benefit of it because I got to use one hand. So y'all just you just work with me, okay? <clears throat> now, <clears throat> as we deal with renouncing our association and renouncing our sin, uh, we we understand that renouncing is to disavow. It's also making a formal announcement. And this is one thing that I said on Wednesday night that I really love and I want you to get this. When we renounce something, it's really, it's re-announcing. 
re-announcing. Because when I made a vow, when I connected with something, either by my words or with my actions, what I, what, what I did was I announced it. And when I announce something, I make a declaration. Everybody said declaration. Okay, we're going to get into that. I make a declaration. Okay. So when you hear, when you hear people when they're praying or when we are saying something over the body and, and when you hear something, you know, someone praying and they say, I decree and declare. You have to understand what they're saying. Those are not just nice words that sound good to make you think they're real religious and holy. No, no. They are exercising, come on, kingdom authority in that matter. They are legislating. Oh, my God. They are legislating the power of God in a situation. They are establishing, watch this, a statute. When we decree and declare, those are terminologies that kings operate and use. They execute and they execute their office as a king, declaring their authority over the kingdom. And when they declare it, everything in the kingdom or everything that is subject to the kingdom has to obey. Hello. And so you and I are part of the kingdom of God. And because we are, we have the right to legislate the government of God here in the earth. In other words, you and I are representation or representative, excuse me, of God, ambassadors of God in the earth. In other words, if God was here, this is what he would be doing. So I'm doing, you're doing, we have been given the authority to do what he would do if he were here physically. Okay? So you and I, as part of the body of Christ, my Lord, that's something else. As part of the body of Christ, we have been given the authority to bind on earth what is bound in heaven, come on, and to loose on earth what is loosed in heaven. Y'all get me with that? Okay. We have been given that authority. Tell somebody, I have the keys to the kingdom. Say it like this, say, I have the keys of the kingdom. Yeah, that's better. Okay. All right. So so that's where we are. In renouncing now, here's what we're doing. We're saying that there have been vows and commitments and connections that have been made, whether we were ignorant when we made them or whether we were conscious when we made them. I don't want to go through that again. When we made them, intentionally made them, that now we're going to now, here's another word for, for renounce, reject them. We are going to now render what we had announced before powerless. Because what we're going to do now is re-announce. When I re-announce, what I do is that the announcement that I made earlier, when I re-announce, 
I now stand on top of that legally. Uh huh. And I now take the authority from what I had announced and I established a new precedent, a new principle, a new authority by legislating it from and by my and through my mouth. Now, my mouth is governed by the government that I am under. If I am under the government of the kingdom, I can only legislate by God's authority. How is God's authority known? Through his word. Whatever God says is. Whatever God says is. When he said light, light obeyed and became. It is hard to believe, mother, that these beautiful people in this room came from dirt. Now, I know you don't like that too tough. But every one of us in here, this, this product, this skin, this covering we have is dirt. The bones that we have is dirt. The lungs, come on, the heart, all this stuff we have is dirt. dirt. Hard to believe. All this beauty on dirt. But God chose to use earth or dirt. Watch this now. He chose to use earth, earth or dirt to form, to, to create us, to make us. And when he talked to the dirt, the dirt had to become, had to become, watch this now, it had to become different than the other stuff that came from the dirt. Because he made kingdoms from the dirt. The animal, excuse me, the, the, the vegetation kingdom came from the dirt. The animal kingdom came from the dirt. Humankind came from the dirt. And when he specified every kingdom, come on, when he specified, they became what he called it. Here's just water. And then nothing in the water, Deke. Then he says, whale. He says, fish. He says, crab. You know, he didn't give them names and all that kind of, but he just called them things and they became, he spoke to their nature, they became. They, nothing in the water, all of a sudden the water is now filled with stuff. The water now has, don't say it, Hodge, because it might open something up. The water now has vibration in it. feel like talking about thunder and lightning right now. But now it has, it has sound and movement in it. Now stuff is bouncing off of stuff. Stuff is now, you know what I mean? It's, it's movement, movement in it because he said it. Now watch this. You and I now, because we are under that government, under his kingdom, ruled by his kingdom, 
We have the power, the authority now to govern on his behalf. It is called power of attorney. My oldest son's name is Stephen and his last name is Hodge. Okay. I can give him power of attorney to sign on my behalf to represent me, you know, in places. God has put his name on us. See, don't let me talk about children and sons again. I don't want to do that again. All right. But here's the thing. You and I have been given power of attorney to act on his behalf. We have everything we need to handle and manage this earth. We got the power. We got the anointing. Got the Holy Ghost. Come on, y'all. Got the blood of Jesus. Got his name. Got his word. All we got to do now is give voice and animation to his word. Okay. Y'all with me, right? Now, we're disavowing. We're canceling. We are rejecting what has happened. Here's the power of rejection. I got nine minutes. I can do it. Here's the power of rejection. Do y'all remember in scripture when the children of Israel had not a king, but wanted a king like the other nations? They wanted a king like the other nations had. Right? They didn't want to do it the way God wanted to do it. They wanted a king real bad. And what did they do? They, God said, God, God told them, let them have. Let them have with it. Samuel, let them all. Let them have what they want to have. If they want a king, they chose a king by the name of Saul. Right? And to show, here's a small detail that is very significant. At the day of Saul's coronation and his, and, and the setting forth of him in office, he was anointed. Anointing is the authorization or the empowerment to do. Right? Now, it's the legal authorization to do. He was anointed. But here's a small detail that's really a huge detail. He was not anointed from oil that was poured from something that died. He was anointed with oil that came from a vessel that was man-made. Representing man man's choice for a king. On the other hand, just give you this. David, when he was anointed king, the oil was poured from a ram's horn. Okay. Now, watch this. God gave an instruction to Saul concerning these Amalekites. Told him to go and kill all. Kill everything. Y'all remember that? And he chose not to. They spared the king. And they spared the best of the cattle. And so when Samuel the prophet showed back up. He hears cows mooing and lowing in the background. And sheep. 
And he comes back, what is this bleeding of sheep? Saul makes an excuse for his obedience. And now, and watch what the Bible says. Long story short, the Bible says that God rejected Saul as king. Why? Because he rejected the word. He rejected the word. And as a result of rejecting the word, he disobeyed. Come on. God rejected him. Now, I'm just raising this up so that you can see the power of rejection. That you and I have, when something is enforced, you and I can disavow, we can renounce something that's already enforced and working. You can stop that thing from working and producing the things that it has been producing. Through the power of re-announcing, through the power of renouncing, through the power of rejecting, disavowing. How? Through the authority, come on, of your words from the kingdom. You can stop this thing from keep happening and happening and happening and reoccurring and reoccurring and reoccurring by cutting the umbilical cord of that thing through renouncing it. Nothing like getting delivered from something but reconnecting back to a thing. People actually get delivered, but the stuff come back because they don't Cut. Deliver. I never say this. I don't, I, I never come when people, when stuff stops surfacing again, what they used to have, I never say they never got delivered. I'm careful about how I do that. Cause people get delivered, but what they do is they hang around the same, oh my Lord. They hang around the same stuff. They get reconnected again. And that same poison that was there is now transferred again back in their life. And they have it again. So it's not an issue about they never got delivered. No, it's about they got reconnected from the thing they got delivered from. See, and that's the power of repentance. When you repent, you turn. You change your mind. Not get another thought. Come on. You change the whole system of thinking and you bring in another system. Kingdom thinking in now. You change your mind. Not get another thought. You change it. You remove it. When I get my oil changed on my vehicle, they drain that bad boy of all that old oil. Come on. My alternator gets bad. You know what I mean? Ain't working no more. They'll be filling up there trying to get wires. No, they take that bad boy out and they change it and put another one in. Right? So now in renouncing, it's in my mouth. Now let's look at Hebrews again. Chapter four. Verse 12, for the word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, soul, and immortal spirit. And of joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature. God, that messes with me right there. 
Exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. Let me tell you something that the word of God is so powerful. Oh my God. That it can penetrate into the areas that the natural eye can't see the dividing line of. You don't know why you can't break free from her? Because the soul tie is not a natural tie, it is a spiritual tie, and it requires the word of God to speak and legislate on that matter, to come in now, come on, and establish the statutes of the kingdom. Takes the word of God to find unseen lines. You keep going to the doctor and they're trying to get you to take this medication here. They never tell you that they're going to heal you. They're just going to try to balance you. So that you ain't crazy all day long. It would be indecent to take my clothes off, so I won't do that. Start streaking through the church. Did y'all see? Pastor was streaking. You get my meaning, as they say, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can't see all of those lines. You can't see. You keep giving me a pill. You tell me to go down here and get a prescription for this. And I got to live on prescriptions for the rest of my life just to live whole and balanced and have a pseudo sense of freedom. Not going to happen. I have legislative authority. I have, watch this y'all, I have constitution, no rights. Y'all hear me? I have constitutional rights. Yeah, I do. And I'm going to use them. How was the constitutional rights of the United States forged and enacted and put in place? By the signatures of those who were in authority. Yes. 
and now, and now what happens is now that the government now stands behind and governs the people based upon the constitutional rights of the people, right? That means that there are certain freedoms that I have that cannot be taken away from me unless it is amended. I am now getting ready to get back my constitutional rights. Because when I connected in an unhealthy connection and developed a soul tie, I established within another government certain rights and gave over certain rights. I almost sat on you just now, brother. When I got tied, <laughs> I gave up some rights. And now the enemy, come on, places, come on, people, things, music, think that they have a right to do to me what it is doing. The devil thinks he has a right to antagonize me. Watch this. A bill comes in the mail. I do not have enough ends, money, right at the moment to respond the way I need to. The devil thinks he has a right to antagonize me because I don't have enough cash. And so I now go off into this worry because I am so tied to this system. And now the devil comes in and now enacts certain rights that I gave up because I am not operating under my proper constitution. But tell somebody I'm getting my rights back. Hallelujah. Getting my freedom back. Hallelujah. So I'm cutting the umbilical cord. Hallelujah. So right where you are, say in the name of Jesus. I renounce my connection, my association with unhealthy, unholy things, places, music, and people in Jesus' name. Now, let me, let me help you. Because when you as a believer operate from your constitutional place and you start legislating things, whether you feel it or not, it happened. After God rejected Saul as king, he still looked like Saul. Ain't changed. But what happened inside of him, he died. He died inside. He died inside. And he found him. You can tell him he died because now he, he, he trying to call up the dead now. 
He's doing illegal stuff. Okay. Now, let me bring this thing to a close. Understanding your constitutional rights. Hallelujah. Come on, tell your neighbor, I'm establishing and regulating a new ordinance. I declare that I am free from this day forward. I am not bound any longer from past, present, or future unhealthy soul ties. Now, I brought you to 2 Kings 15 because I wanted you to look at how Hezekiah changed things. He began to tear down the idolatrous worship that had been established by the kings who did not fear God. I brought you there because I want you to understand that there are some things you got to get rid of. I'm going to preach at home now. There's some things that we have to get rid of. These little momentas and these little momentum and these little, these little things that we have. We got to get rid of some things. Hello, there's some articles you got to get rid of. Love letters you need to throw away. Amen. Some things you need to throw away. There are some jewelry you need to, you need to throw away because they're, they're, the spirit, come on, I got I to gotta take you here. I ain't trying to bring in fear, but the, 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 the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah is real. You can be away from the city. And the judgment of the city can get on you because of a connection. There's some, there's a spirit that's on this stuff. Okay. Now some of it, some of it, you know what I mean? You can break the spirit of it and some of the stuff you can keep. Okay. But some of y'all don't know how to keep stuff. Amen. You don't know how to keep it. You got a wedding ring and you ain't even married no more. Divorced. She done went on with her life. He done went on with his life. What you still doing with the ring? No, 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 really, really. Because there's some stuff you don't know you're still angry about. And you can't afford to keep that stuff because the spirit, you will be a slave 3,000 miles away. Amen. Amen. Undergarments. Hezekiah went in there and he tore down, he cut down the groves and he tore down the stuff in there, all the idols that were set up. He tore all that stuff down. Because he did not want the spirit of old dead condemned stuff in the house. Take it if you want. Leave it if you want. Trying to help you. I'm only talking about unhealthy and unholy ties now. We need to get rid of that stuff. Pull down some of that stuff. Forgive the persons who hurt you. Amen. 
Forgive them. Release them. Let them go so you can be free. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And finally, I'm done. I got two more pages, but I'm done. I'm going to ask you to do this. I'm going to ask you to do this with me today. Take a piece of paper. And this is only applicable to those who are dealing with unhealthy soul ties. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Take a piece of paper out now. And this is your business, nobody else's business. Because now we're not going to have you stand up and give all your business out. Amen. There's some stuff that nobody need to hear about. Hello? Amen. Some lifestyle decisions we've made nobody need to hear about. Some stuff you tried one time. You, and you don't need to tell nobody about the stuff you tried that one time. Just to see how it work. Hello. Amen. There's some stuff in here that we're battling with, man. We don't, I mean, from day, it's a battle every single day. Every single day. I want you to start writing that stuff down. Just write it down. Don't need, nobody need to look at you. Just write it down. Because what you're going to do is write it down, and we're going to ball it up. And all I'm doing with you now is I'm getting you involved. You've been hearing me preach and teach. Now I want you to get involved now. I want you to do this. Because here's the, here's the wonderful thing about this. Though you hear me teaching this and talking about this, you don't have to anymore wait for a preacher to get up to teach on soul ties ever again. You have heard it. Now you go and you work it. You help other people get free once you get free. I mean, you preach it on the street, preach it wherever you got to preach it. Help people get free. Write down. And some of you say, Pastor, I ain't gonna write it down. I'm wait till I get home. You do, see, you do, you do. I mean, I've been around this a long time. You know, many times your deliverance is in the instruction right then. Let's get away from who he think he is. That's old. That's croutons. That's old stuff. That's dead. You know, who he think he is? He my, he my father, he my daddy. Some of you, you know, some of you don't even know I am. Your spiritual father. Let me clear that up. Hallelujah. Jesus. Right. You can look at your age and tell that. But, but my, my point is this. No, no. So it's in the instruction. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Okay. All right. When I hear you and I watch you, I can know you. Okay. But just write down the things. If you can't, if you don't have enough paper, just say etc. on the rest of it. Now I'm saying you got to. All I want you to do is do something. Amen. 
Amen. If you still feel like you just have this urge to walk the streets, write it down. Because we're cutting that. In fact, we cut it already. You still feel like you still need to, to sell, you know, you know, sell drugs and, and whatnot. And, and, you know, just write that down. Oh, you know, you'll know how things going to work out. You know, once I give this up, you know, where my cash going to come in, where my funds, you know, I got a lifestyle to maintain. Well, that's the issue. You have a lifestyle to maintain. God has a different lifestyle for you. Of which he will maintain. Thank you, Jesus. Just go ahead and write it down. Write it down. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. When you have it, I want you right where you are to begin to legislate things. Speak to it. Break unhealthy, unholy soul touch. Right where you are. I want you to speak to that thing. Don't wait for me to speak to it. I need you to speak to that thing right now in Jesus' name. It ain't nobody's business. Just you, you go ahead and you deal with that thing right now in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. Come on. Deal with it right now. Right where you are. Deal with it. Deal with it. I cut the umbilical cord of connection that keep me tied to you right now in Jesus' name. I renounce my association. I renounce any sin that brought me to this place. I reject it. I disavow every vow I made. I re-announce in the name of Jesus the intent of the kingdom of God. And that is that I am free and that I am only connected to the Father who has me connected to those things which are holy and healthy. Come on, you, you talk to it. You talk to it. I plead the blood of Jesus now against you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I will not be tormented ever again by this. Never again. Never again. I live under the government of the kingdom of God. And whatever I bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever I loose on earth is loosed in heaven. I have the keys of the kingdom. And I speak to you right now in Jesus' name that I, and, and rebuke you that you no longer will live, exist, or rule in my life. In Jesus' name. I break your power. I break the cord. I cut the cord right now in Jesus name. I am free from the bondage. I'm no longer a slave. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I only desire the things of the kingdom of God. I only desire that which is right. I only desire that which is holy. I only desire that which is pure. I only desire what God has for me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know what it is. Throw it in the, come on, throw it in the basket. Come on. Come on, let's throw it in the basket. Let's throw it in the basket. I'll hold it. Let's throw it in the basket. If you're ready, just throw it in the basket. If you're still working on it, I'll come back around. But I'm very serious about this. I would not spend all of my time, all of these 10 weeks teaching on this and play with it. In Jesus' name. I would not, I, I would not play with you. 
I would not play with your feelings, your lives at all. I would not share stuff that is not true with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, 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 indeed, indeed, yes, 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 indeed, indeed, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. It is so. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Things that are no longer need to be dispelled. Hallelujah. Need to be thrown away. Hallelujah. Need to be disposed of. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, listen to me, and I'm getting out of the way. Deacon Woodward. Deacon Boone. I need you to carry out this specifically. This property that we own right now is ours. Hallelujah. In the backyard. I need a fire set to this. And I need it done today. I need a fire set to this today until every piece is done away with all the air should know is the ashes of the remain all right we're going to do that all right what do you call it when 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 you don't bury a body and you and and you, yeah 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 okay i don't want any evidence I don't even want it to be dug up anywhere. That's why I don't want it buried. I want it burned. No evidence. Okay? Burned today. All right? Bless you. Thank you. Stand to your feet, everybody. Glory to God. Anybody feel free today? Now, is anybody free for real? I don't want the feeling of freedom. Now, how many of you know you're free? Bible says, stand fast, stand firmly in the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, put those victorious hands up in the air. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as we move forward from here, there, there are no whimpering saints, no whimpering Christians. No, no, no. When we get victory, 
We go all out. We, I mean, we dance around the fire. We, we, come on, we, we, we celebrate victory. Amen. We give glory to God for what he has done. So right where you are with your hands raised and with your mouth open, come on, give God a victory shout. Hallelujah. And if you want to clap, clap with it, shout, whatever it is, give God. Hallelujah. The praise that is due. Glory to your name, Lord. Thank you right now. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now watch God begin to do some supernatural stuff in your life. Because of your dedication and because of what you've done today to get free. Watch what God does. I'll say this and I declare this today that there have been things that's just been waiting for this moment to come in your life. Hallelujah. That God was trying to get to you. But now it's going to surface and come to the top. Thank you, Jesus. Come to the top. Take you to the next level. Hallelujah. Don't worry about what has been lost as far as time is concerned. God will redeem the time because the days are evil. Hallelujah. God, I heard the word earlier today and I'll say it again. This is a day that God will give acceleration. Thank you, Jesus. Don't worry about what you lost and how long it took you to get here. God can do in a moment. What takes man to do in years, 50 and 60 years, God can do it instantly, just like that. Hallelujah. It don't take God no time because he doesn't operate in time. Thank you, Jesus. He can do it right now. Let me tell you, when I was, when I used to get high, when the Lord saved me, I did not have a taste. I did not have a yearning or a longing for any of it. Everybody say instantly. instantly. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And some of you will get it instantly because you're under this anointing right now. Some of you are blocking it still with stuff in your mind. There are others of you who are free, absolutely, and you're receiving this right here. You're not thinking about how you're going to do it. You're not thinking about what's going to happen. You're not thinking about people want you want you to leave here. You know none of that stuff. Free right now. Thank you, Jesus. I dare you to shout this with boldness. I'm free forever. See, that's one of those declarations, man, that you get by that you can say by revelation. You know why Dr. Leroy Thompson can say, I'll never be broke another day in my life? It's not just a nice word to say. It's because there's a revelation on him and he believes that to the end of his life. His spirit has that now. And so he declares it now. I'll never be broke another day in my life. And you can say that saying, I'll be free forever. I'm free forever. Thank you, Jesus. I'm serious, man. I'm saying there's stuff that God drops on you in the anointing. Oh my God. 
Hallelujah. If I had a bottle of water, Deacon, I'd throw it right now because I feel God doing some crazy stuff in here right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Come on, put your hands up one more time. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Receive this anointing that's coming towards you right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Freedom coming to you right now. Hallelujah. Absolute freedom right now. I'm not talking about any strands left. I'm talking about complete severance in Jesus' name right now. Receive that anointing right now. Coming to you right now in the name of Jesus. Complete severance coming right now in the name of Jesus. Receive that in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so crazy. If God can put money in a fish's mouth, I don't know where the fish got it from, but if God can put money in a fish's mouth, I believe you can reach your hands in your purse, in your pocket right now, and find what God placed there. I believe that you can move your body where you had pain before and move it now you won't have any pain. I believe you can look at a thing that used to give you trouble and look at it now and laugh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. (laughs) Come on, say, I got my authority back. Got my dominion back. Mm -hmm, uh 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 Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Got it back. 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 Anybody have a, I don't know, I'm just crazy. And I'm leaving. Anybody have driver's license? Who got driver's license in here and you have them on you? Okay, reach and get your driver's license. If you don't have driver's license, but you have an ID with your picture on it and information about you with your date of birth on it, pull it out. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hold up your license. In the natural, that's your authority to operate a vehicle. That's your authority to operate a vehicle. You have a right to operate a vehicle. You can drive freely and operate a vehicle because you have the license to do it. Hallelujah. Come on now. As you lift up now these driver's licenses, I want you to now see yourself back in the driver's position of authority with dominion walking in the earth. When you put your left and your right foot down, it thunders in the earth. They know this is not an animal. This is not a flower, but this is man. This is man. This is that being that was made in the image and likeness of God walking in the earth. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's your license. That's your authority. To operate in your dominion. Hallelujah. You not only have dominion, but you have the ability to subdue. There's some stuff that's running wild that has to be conquered. Hallelujah. Thank you. Stuff that's out of order has to come back in order. Thank you, Jesus. If there's no disorder in you, then you can't tolerate disorder around you. Oh, I 
feel the preacher showing up right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You ought to just go home speaking the stuff. Say, straighten up right now. Straighten up right now. Oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm very, very serious. You ought to practice your authority. Straighten up. Glory to God. Stuff that you've been talking to for years that ain't never budged. Go back home and talk to it now. Thank you, Jesus. Stuff that's been laughing at you when you're trying to talk to it and would not respect you. You go back now in your authority and say in the name of Jesus, I have now recovered my dominion. Nothing can ever happen to me that God didn't want to happen. Hallelujah. Somebody come get this microphone from me. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to shout in here today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. How many of y'all saw that movie, Deja Vu? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff that shouldn't have happened to me. And I need to be transported in the spirit. Y'all got to hear me on this. I ain't crazy. I am not crazy. We need to get transported. We need to go up in the spirit realm and deal with stuff. All this stuff that's happening now that had no business happening. Hallelujah. We need to go up into the spirit realm and deal with the stuff and change it back to the way it's supposed to be. Hallelujah. And then when you get back here, everything will be just fine. Hallelujah. Stuff that's dying that's supposed to be living. You need to go back and deal with it now. Thank you, Jesus. I speak now. I speak to that bed of affliction right now down there in Maryland in Jesus' name. And I command that lady that's laying up on that bed right now in Jesus' name. You are not finished in life. You need to rise up off of that bed now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. At some point in time, you ought to stop being afraid and being scared of stuff. Amen. Just go ahead and face it and deal with it. You ought to roar at it every now and then. Ah! You ought to just roar at it every now and then. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm serious, man. There's some stuff that they need to hear the lion come out of you rather than the lamb in you. There's a lion. There's a lion. There's a lion. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Any bold soldiers in here? Anybody bold in here today? I don't care, I don't care what you're dealing with. I just ask you if you're bold. That's it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I don't care what it is. I don't care how big it is. Don't put your ruler away trying to size it up. Put that thing away. You ain't nothing but a David anyway. You're facing giants all the time. Hallelujah. But giants do fall down. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Amen. Stop sizing that thing up and weighing it and weighing it against you. Amen. We're going to deal with the other recovery on self-esteem. We're going to deal with that. We're going to deal with that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If y'all received the message, you received the word on divine recovery, dealing with soul ties, would you give God a good clap and a shout right there?